on Power Talk AM 1460 and FM 101.1. Streaming worldwide on iHeartRadio. Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show. You're listening to The Jam Price Show, and today my guest is documentary filmmaker Lynette Tolentino, and we're talking about her documentary, Ashes to Art. And uh, this is one that's a little bit near and dear to everyone who lives in this particular area because it concerns Big Sur, and anybody who's ever been to Big Sur, uh, and I know a lot of my audience has been, uh, this film is a real fascinating look at this community and how they pulled together. And I'm going to let Lynette uh, talk a little bit about how this film came into being and why. So welcome, Lynette. Thanks, Jan. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. So, wow. Our community, Big Sur, is amazing. Um, typically, we come together uh, very well in times of crisis. And one of the local gals, uh, after the community was evacuated for a very large fire that ripped through the community back in 2008, she had uh, one film that I think she evacuated with. It was Zoolander. <laughs> She just watched that over and over again. (laughs) And when uh, we all came back uh, from evacuation, which was about two weeks, um, she just had this brainstorm that, you know, again, this community comes together great in a crisis, but we need to come together for joy and for fun. What what should we do? Um, So she sat down at one of our local bars, Fernwood Resort, Mm -hmm. and uh, sat down with uh, another local gal friend and uh, said, we should have a fashion show. Um, but instead of having everybody uh, design like regular clothes, uh, we make the rule that they can use anything that's like recycled material or whatever they found out of their trash can or whatever. So that was the rule. That was the only rule was to make clothes and anybody could do it. Any you know whatever age rage it, it didn't have to be uh, who's the best seamstress in town. She says <laughs> um, it could just be anybody. Um, so that was the show that transpired. It started in 2009 and volunteers, you know, from the community would come together and we really did uh, put on this this great event every year. So after a while, I realized that everybody kind of wanted to see themselves on film and there was a, a wonderful studio that still does new dawn studios in the area uh, bill roden and, and associates um they come out and at a very very discounted rate they go ahead and they film the the, the show uh put it on the jumbotron so that anybody in the back can see as well and um so he had all this footage but it there was no budget to like break it down and give you know the designers and the models like their own separate acts and everything that would come down the, the runway. So I got really, really excited. 2013, I believe it was, the theme that year was Once Upon a Time. And I, I love that theme. Yes, yes, and so I just went out and got this little cheapy handheld f- sides, you know, side flip flip screen camera and uh, went to work uh, interviewing everybody and getting excited about what they were designing for that show and um, just filming everybody. So that's that's how that started. <laughs> I remember that fire so well in 2008. We remember the way it was had started by lightning. It was a beautiful sunny day and dry light. 
lightning had had hit. And at that time, I was living in the Highlands area, and all the ash and everything was covering our cars, you know, and the Mm. smoke. So that was a really devastating fire for our area. And then again, subsequently, a few years later, we had another devastating fire in Big Sur. So you're right. The Big Sur community is one that does have to band together. They seem to have uh, lots of natural disasters that take place in that area, mudslides, as well as after the fires, we get the rains and then we get the mudslides and we've had bridges washed out. So it's really amazing to have the community come together to form something that is just so much fun. This this uh, film, Ashes to Art, which I love the title, is just such a joy to watch. And it's it's um, jaw-dropping, actually. I love how you start the film with the news, the broadcast news, uh, reporting on the fire, uh, a couple different newscasters reporting on the fire show, and showing the fire. So yes. we get to see how, you know, this show evolved. And then the various artists, I'm going to say, or, you know, I don't know, artists that you know, go and look for wonderful things that they can recycle to make these costumes. They're unbelievable. Yeah. They really are unbelievable. I mean, the one with the little girl with the um, little spoons that you, the, the tasting spoons, so like when adorable. you go to ice cream store, like, you know, I don't want to give a name to anyone in particular, but yeah. when you go to it, you know, and you want to taste the ice cream and test it out and see whether that's what you want to purchase or not, they had saved those, I guess. And so this wonderful woman made this incredible creative dress out of these, you know, ice cream tester spoons. It was amazing. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that. I mean, just that. I mean, that stands out. There's a lot of them, but we'll we'll go through a yeah, number of them. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And these these are people in the community that serve you your burgers when you come through town. This is this is everyone. And, and I love the fact that we're all just amateur to all of this. And I was an amateur filmmaker. I've never made a film before. So to dive in headfirst and just want to celebrate my community in this way and, and show my community how blessed we are to to be with one another and then through the filmmaking process I got excited about the fact that well anybody can do this like any community to rally together to have you know fun Um, but oh yes Jan these costumes that are made are absolutely amazing I am floored every single year by their um just creation invention that yeah it's it's amazing creativity and that actually was one of my favorites as far as for the little kid dresses it's like this cute little flapper dress with the spoons like you said and they clicked together as she moved down the runway and it was just very very spectacular mm-hmm. and we love the fact that the kids got involved yes. for a few years yes. there it was just the adults having fun and playing and and then we definitely got the kids involved and so they have their own little separate kids show they pretty much start off the show and so it's it's been amazing. But yeah, I mean, we've seen everything from chicken wire, duct tape, plastic, um, slide, slide, you know, little 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 films of, of slides. I think her mom that year wore that dress where they're just little slide, you know, projector slides. Oh, oh projector my gosh, slides. so adorable. But yeah, I mean, they come up with, with so much. And, and then we have um, backstage like a, a makeup crew and, and hairstylists and everybody donates their time to come out and, and have a blast. So yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's fun. And this has been going, uh, this is continuing. It, it started in 2009 and it continues to go today and they exactly. outgrew their, uh, their location. It used to be at the Henry Miller Library, mm-hmm. which many people know the Henry Miller Library. Uh, a beautiful uh, facility and again honoring uh, one of our great authors um, that it's grown and so now it's moved into Carmel and exactly. into a bigger space in Carmel so the audience continues to grow this is more than a fashion show though this is it really unbelievable is. I mean in the sense you have like circles Desolate-type acrobats hanging from the ceiling, doing amazing things. You have five people who are the, – tell us a little bit the fire, the fire dancing. The fire dancing, yes. Yeah, Henry Miller Library, we were lucky to have the fire dancing there um, as far as – you know, having it at the at in Carmel, that you know, we try to have more like LED lighting and that type of thing, and a little less of the fire element. But um, definitely at Henry Miller Library for many years, we saw uh, the big circus. The gals come out, guys and gals come out for for the fire dancing, and it's just an amazing part of the show. A lot of times they would just do that within intermission. Um, at intermission and yeah is a really really beautiful time I just think that it, it again it brings that community element that warmth uh, we celebrate the fire um, you know that ripped through the community mm-hmm. and to be able to celebrate it in that way I think was really really amazing so kind of miss it <laughs> yeah. oh, I th- as soon as I saw the fire dancing I, I mean, of course you know you think oh well, that's because of the fire uh, but you know that fire is about cleansing you know Exactly. And it's a cleansing thing, and, yes. and it clears out and cleanses, and and we so often need to do that in our lives. Unfortunately, um, you know, Big Sur seems to be the one that gets hit quite a bit with very that. much so, yeah. <laughs> as well as other parts of you know. Look at Napa. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times have they been hit? You know, mm-hmm. in Paradise, and then you go down to L.A. and you know they're hit. San Diego, they're all hit like almost every single year yeah. with with this. And I don't know if they've all come together to create something as magical as as the Big Sur Fashion Show. It is truly amazing. And when is it usually held, Lynette? So back when it was at Henry Miller Library, it was typically in May, and uh, it got changed to September. And I haven't quite figured out what the dates are this year yet, but it will definitely be in September again this year. And it will probably be at the Barnyard again in Carmel. So, And how many people can it hold? Oh, I think 500 or more. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. So it's a good-sized crowd. A very, and, you sell, and you sell out every year yes. for this for this fashion show. Very and quickly. Where, <laughs> yes, because it is. It's, it's, it's a, just an amazing <clears throat> show. Where um, The funds that you raise from this, the, do they go back to the community? How is, Definitely, uh, and that's the other thing. When, when the show first started, um, the money that would come in would just basically be recycled into being able to do it again the next, the following year. Um, but the gal that heads it up uh, now, Elsa Rivera, she's um, amazing with fundraising and was able to uh, make it so that it does go into go back into the community. Things like um, the volunteer fire brigade and also um, the littles like fiddle camp and stage kids and. Yeah, it's it's a great great fundraiser. It, it is. It really is. How, how long have you lived in Big Sur? I've lived in Big Sur since two thousand and three, 
and was lucky enough to be a part of the show from the very beginning stages. I um, didn't really want to be a part of like the committee meetings or anything like that. I was like, well, if there's anything you guys want me to do at the house, then definitely. Um, I actually got a chance to design uh, a few times and model a few times and, and just be a part of it. And then I was also asked to be the creative director for a few years as well. So yeah, in, in small ways and large, I've definitely been a part of it. Yeah. And then to just dive right into um, making this film about it and just really, like I said, celebrating my community with this this film. It was pretty powerful. I never went to film school. Um, however, I know a lot of people say this. A lot of times you just have to dive in and just do it. Exactly. And that becomes your school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. and very often, and you do hear that a lot, a lot of uh, famous filmmakers, that's exactly what, well, Spielberg. Spielberg right. did exactly that. Yeah. He always just always had his camera and, you know, always was out there filming, and uh, and look at where that led him. Exactly. Uh, for sure, for sure. Let's talk about some of the costumes. Now, you said you were one of the designers. What did you design? Let's see. For Once Upon a Time, that, that same year that I filmed, uh, I was very inspired by the mirror, mirror on the wall. And so I actually cheated. I didn't do any recycled. You can cheat a little bit. But I went out to one of the craft stores and bought all these different size mirrors. And um, the rule typically is, is that you shouldn't be using regular fabric. However, we were told at one point that if you used it as a base and you completely covered it with the medium of your choice, then that would be okay. So I, I, I cheated that year and I went ahead and I took a, a bra and panties from my model and I just completely bedazzled them with mirrors and uh, real high heels. So again, it was kind of a snow white kind of thing and mm-hmm. sent her down the runway. <laughs> I was not going to walk in those heels myself, I'll tell you. But um, that was my inspiration. And then I, I got together with uh, another gal, a really great gal friend of mine. Uh, the, the theme was Love Me Two Times. And so we went out together in uh, twin matching outfits of uh, we were tightrope walkers. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's it's um, it's amazing to be able to get a theme, and then when you're inspired by a piece of music because you're asked to pick out your own music, and you oh. have two minutes to walk down the runway and come back, but you pretty much because you have two minutes, you put on an act. And that's also the sparkly, fun juiciness of this show is that you, you, you don't just see them walking down the runway and back. You really do get a show every two minutes. Every act is, is amazing and stunning. And we're all just blown away every single year by it. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is a show. There's no question about that. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Jam Price Show All About Movies. And my guest today is documentary filmmaker Lynette Tolentino, and we're talking about her documentary, Ashes to Art. Um, what, so, I mean, there were some were these huge butterfly wings. Now, what on earth did they make those out of, or was that one of those things that they did cheat a little bit and get, I mean, they're huge. They're huge butterfly yeah. wings. I, I think that, again, you know, the use of plastic and being able to um, dye things and color things. I mean, you know, the MC will always say what each outfit is made out of. And you're just stunned because, I mean, it looks it looks like cloth. 
cloth but some outfits obviously like little flapper dress with the spoons obviously that doesn't look like cloth but I'm just amazed at again the creativity that comes out of our community and and the and the mediums that they use for this creativity um that yeah the butterfly wings I think the butterfly wings have kind of been a little bit of you know a, a repetition through the years a lot of people really love that idea so they bring it bring it again and again I noticed there were butterfly wings um a couple seasons ago where they used LED lighting in them and that was really really spectacular so yeah it's I'm just again floored every year at watching our community do this and excited to possibly see other communities try this and and um, you know, share what they have as as far as uh, what they want to talk about too. So, yeah, exciting stuff. <laughs> it, it is. Now, where, what has been the most unusual uh, recycled product that someone has used hmm. that you can think of that really, when you saw it, you were like. Well, your jaw drops anyhow when you look at these costumes because when you do hear what they're made out of, you're going, there's no way that was made out of, you know, whatever. I mean, it's not just trash bags that they're using. They're using some really unusual types of material um, to put some of these costumes together. I think when I I think about the one that really floored me, um, one of the gals used gun casings. Mm. Interesting. it was it was a very very heavy costume. I was actually backstage when the poor gal that was modeling it uh, she she came back and promptly fainted because of how heavy it was for her. Wow. She she went out. She did the act. It was wonderful. Um, but yeah, she came backstage and, and promptly fainted right in front of me. <laughs> and I was oh, supposed no. to go on stage, was unable to help her. But yeah, gun casings. I thought, oh, it was really, really strange. Um, we've seen the pop tops from soda cans. Mm-hmm. And to have as many of those collected and use them to, to make an outfit, that's, that's a lot. That so a lot. I'm always very amazed at the, um, resilience in basically collecting the material all year long. I think we kind of come up with, a, with a plan or know that you know well I have to save all these toilet paper rolls or I have to save the pop tops or you know whatever it is that everybody's got in their mind to pile together for their outfit and sometimes because a lot of times people just don't want to go out by themselves they kind of like a runway buddy right <laughs> it's I, always, I noticed that I exactly noticed that. Yes. so regardless yeah. of the theme there's a lot of times where people want to you know have have a buddy and so then now the designer is making two outfits or three outfits or more and so those are the ones that really really just floor me is is the designer has taken the time to again save all this really really kind of odd material and um, it could be just receipt paper anything as long as it's not cloth you know as, as long as it's not your your typical material that we normally wear so but yeah always always amazed again the creativity and 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 again this is why I got so excited about just picking up the camera and running around all that year and, and filming and, and getting the uh, designers to actually show me as their making those designs like what it is you're actually doing right now and in real time um back when it was at henry miller library it's a smaller space than where it's at right now and so part of the community gathering for that was we had a decor department where there was a decor team and we would invite everybody anybody who wanted to participate to come to you know one of the houses where we were creating little things to to decorate the the event um now that doesn't happen so much anymore because the 
decorations would pretty much get lost in the very large venue. But again, I just really thought that that was a part of the magic that happened Mm -hmm. where everybody got a chance to be a part of it. So if you didn't want to design, if you didn't want to model, you could at least come to, you know, one of our houses and create tissue paper flowers for the trees that we made or or one year we yeah the year that I filmed we made um, magic wands where we took um, redwood limbs and cut them down to size and the thought was to give them uh, a gift everybody that came to the event it was a gift at the door and so we ended up making over 500 magic wands which was (laughs) kind of stunning Um, we went we went the extra mile and we actually shaved down a little bit of the the redwood um, stick and um, then sanded it down and then burned we had a wood burner and I I went ahead and carved uh, the theme once upon a time 2013 on every single one so we get a little crazy it's like something that we have to do (laughs) so it's is it the minute uh, one fashion show ends you all start working immediately on the following year pretty much and and how how is the theme you said what was it love me twice that's an interesting love me two times love me two times what what, what, so where, where did that come from yeah it's very interesting this this show has never been a competition but if it was a competition it's to get the outfit to be chosen as the theme for the next year so the year prior to love me two times someone came out with this really really great double whammied kind of model designer situation and uh and so that became the theme for the next year um i think we slid once upon a time in there because we just knew that that was going to be a really really sweet theme yes but most every theme uh except for the very first one uh was paper dolls and then uh one of our wonderful gals one of the designers local gals came out and she had some sort of outfit where it it changed into something else and so the next theme for the next year became metamorphosis mm. and so on and so on and mm-hmm. so it, it's always kind of neat to to look around and see which outfit may be the inspiration for next year's theme so that's always been really fun that is fun do you yeah. know what the theme is going to be this I year? do not you don't I do who gets not. to make that decision if you're on the production team the committee that's when those are the, the heads that get to press together and see what the next theme is and what they were really inspired by the year before so yeah what's the most difficult part of putting this show on? I mean, how many people get... Let me ask you that question and then I have a follow-up question. Yeah, so luckily, the gals that actually came up with the idea, they basically were the team in the very beginning to, to plan this out. And then they realized that, oh, this is kind of a big job. So through the years, more people would come on board and be a little bit more in touch with you know producing the show. So the one of the gals whose brainchild it was, she decided that this is great. I've been doing this for a while. Let's I, I want to kind of step back and, and let other people step in. And I think that that was also the beauty of this is that, again, like I said before, I was asked to be the creative director. I would have never in, in my mind you know ever thought that I could I could do something like that however she put together what we call the fashion show Bible and so each department is basically you're given a list of to do this is it's like planning a wedding it, you know month you know so many months out this is what you should be doing so many weeks out so many days out this is what you need to be doing and and so it's a great little checklist um, for anybody so I mean any anyone can step up to any of these different positions 
and um, and take the time to uh, get involved. But yeah, production can be a little stressful. <laughs> I mean, it's mm-hmm. any any production, whether you're filming or whether you're putting on a show, it's it's a lot of work. And um, we try to just keep it fun and, and entertaining for ourselves as much as possible. So, and because of that, it's fun and entertaining for the audience when they come. Because it, as I said to you, it, it really is more than a fashion show. It is a true. Uh, it's a, a multi-dimensional entertainment. I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 just amazing uh, the the talent that is there Very and much so. um, the many unique and different. Uh, not only the costumes, as you say, they get that two minutes to come out and kind of perform a little bit, and everyone does. It's not just coming out and walking uh, and showing off, but it it is you know pretty amazing exactly. so one quick question how many people in the community get really involved in this oh a lot um back when we had it at henry miller library i think we'd have 300 people just in production wow. alone and that yeah. includes the designers and the models and the hairstylists and the wow. makeup and and backstage management and and site manager and you know treasurer like you know All every everybody's there um i feel like it's a little bit bigger these Did days yeah. yeah um not by much though probably but yeah i'd say maybe three three four hundred people in in production still a lot well it's a big show to put on and Mm -hmm. if anybody would like to see ashes to art you can go to the well big sur fashion show.com that's www.bigsurfashionshow.com and you can order a copy of ashes to art thank you lynette for being here and thank happy you birthday so oh, thank you <laughs> i, I thought welcome. it was a special way to, to celebrate my birthday today come well, talk to you thanks thank, jan thank you it's been a pleasure having you on the show thanks again you are you can listen to the jam pro show anytime anywhere and on the iHeart Podcast Network, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and on your smart TV. Also, you can go to thejampriceshow.com to listen to archive shows and my movie reviews, The Price Movie Minutes. Thank you for listening. On Power Talk AM 1460 and FM 101.1, streaming worldwide on iHeartRadio, Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show.